1: To another edition of the Bruce Exclusive of Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Nolan. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bruce Exclusive. Welcome back. Welcome back. You know, this is the reason why I moved my recording day from Tuesday nights to Wednesday nights. Which, if you know anything about me, that requires a lot of movement in my schedule, in my calendar. I am a precise individual who likes to be organized, structured and planned and moving those recording nights from Tuesdays to Wednesdays allowed me to jump on this breaking Buffalo news. And that's that the Buffalo Bills have extended the contract of head coach Sean McDermott. I'm on board. I am on board. If you know anything about my opinion on Sean McDermott, if you listened to my head coach tier pod from earlier this offseason, or if you read the head coach tier article that I put on Buffalo Rumblings, you will know that I put him in the second tier of head coaches. That tier was called, Can Consistently Make Playoffs with a Good Roster and Quarterback Play need great roster and quarterback play to win Super Bowl. That was the second tier of head coaches and I put Sean McDermott in that because he's already proven that he can do that. The thing that I like, well, there's lots of things I like about this extension, but one of the things I like most about it is that when you get to the playoffs you've got a shot. Teams that have elite quarterbacks have a better shot, for sure. But you got to get to the dance first. And Sean McDermott has done it twice in three years after, I don't know if you know or not, I don't know if you've heard anything about this, but there was this this time frame where the Bills didn't make the playoffs. They called it the, 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 the D, something with a D, despair or something. Drought. Oh, drought. Yes, drought. I don't know if you guys forgot about it, but we had this drought that was not good. And Sean McDermott helped us get out of it. But he did it with Tyrod Taylor. And then he made the playoffs again with Josh Allen. And I don't think Josh Allen, 2019 was an elite level quarterback by any means. So if you can consistently make the playoffs two out of three years with quarterback play, that is not elite. What could he do with an elite quarterback? If Josh Allen becomes that elite quarterback, or if he doesn't and we're able to acquire one a different way, what would he be able to do with that? Currently, The New England Patriots fans are having a conversation about whether or not it was Brady or whether or not it was Belichick. Now, obviously that's a simplistic binary. It's not one or the other. It's obviously both. But how much credit does Tom Brady get for the success the New England Patriots had over the last 20 years versus how much credit does Bill Belichick get? If Josh Allen becomes an elite quarterback, the Buffalo Bills and their fans will not have to wonder if it's Allen or McDermott. If he doesn't become an elite quarterback, they still won't have to wonder if it was Allen or if it was McDermott. Because we know that the reason why the Buffalo Bills made the playoffs the last two out of the last three years is primarily because of their defense. The defense has been unquestionably stronger than the offense during Sean McDermott's tenure here. But we talked about this earlier that carrying over elite defensive play in the NFL is very difficult. And Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier have managed to do it because the defense isn't predicated on things that are subject to high variance. They win because of their defense. And their defense is good because of things that don't vary. So I feel very secure about this contract extension for Sean McDermott. And that's why you should too. Because the Buffalo Bills haven't been an above average team over the last two years overall because of things that when projected out into the future, give back the possibility of high variance as such margin for error in this extension. Sean McDermott is not Dick Duran. Sean McDermott is Dick Duran if Dick Duran was a more progressive coach. I can't believe I use the term progressive to describe someone who spews football cliches as often as Sean McDermott does, but allow me to demonstrate hiring a nickel coach is a progressive move. Hiring a clock management coach is a progressive u- is a progressive move. Saying that they went for two because that's what the analytics told them to do is a progressive move. Listen, you can harp on Sean McDermott being Dick Duran all you want if you're a hater. But there's plenty of data indicating he's not Dick Duran. He is constantly evolving and constantly looking internally and saying, what can I do to be better? And that's one of the things that greats do in all aspects of life. Greats don't look outwardly and say, what can you do for me? They look inwardly and say, what can I control myself better? And Sean McDermott looks at himself and goes, you know, we're in nickel a lot. And I don't think the same rules apply to outside corners that apply to inside nickel defenders. And nickel defenders have more in common with each other than they do with outside corners. Therefore, we should hire a nickel corner coach a nickel defender coach, because that player may not be a corner. You know, I'm not great on the clock management side. I'm not great on the game day management side. And I'm worried that if I devote more energy to that, that it will take away from some of the things that I do do well. So I'm going to hire to that weakness by hiring a management coach. These are progressive moves saying you know what i want to take advantage of all possible data to make good game decisions what do the analytics say we should do in this situation when it comes to win probability that's a progressive move i have just outlined for you three reasons why sean mcdermott is not dick Duran. have you ever heard sean mcdermott say well we punted it well Oh, uh, you know winning is tough in this league and i like dick Duran, but dick Duron never evolved Dick Chiron wasn't constantly looking inside himself and saying, what can I do better? Sean McDermott is doing that. So if you want to hate on him because he's a defensive-minded coach and you equate defensive-minded head coaches with being regressive, that's a you issue. Because that's not a Sean McDermott issue. Now, is it possible, is it probable even, that offensive-minded head coaches are are more progressive because the offensive side of football is forced to be more progressive. Yeah, sure, I can skip behind that idea, just as a general blanket statement, but it doesn't apply in this case. Sean McDermott is constantly evaluating himself. So recap, Sean McDermott extension means that even at the baseline, if you don't get elite-level quarterback play, From Josh Allen, you can still feel good about being competitive moving forward because the reason why the Bills have been successful is primarily due to their defense. And the reason their defense has been good is primarily due to factors that are not subject to high variance. And Sean McDermott is the one who is primarily the architect of that defense. Now, I know that Leslie Frazier has a significant say in that. Players have lauded him for that. And I have made the case that I feel like Leslie Frazier should get a crack at another head coaching job. But what this means is that you can feel secure that even in the worst case scenario with this Josh Allen bottoms out, that doesn't mean that Sean McDermott is no longer a valuable head coach. My wife and I like to play this game when we are making plans and we are balancing priorities. We play a game called what's the worst that could happen. And this, you can view it as a pessimistic view. Plenty of other people do. But I view this as a valuable planning tool. And if you're going to plan for the next couple years of your franchise's strategy, and if I was Terry and Kim Pagula, and I was thinking, okay, if I hire Sean, if I extend Sean McDermott, what's the worst that can happen? Well, the worst that can happen is Josh Allen busts out. Stefan Diggs becomes a problem. All these other things... Could happen. Brian Dable doesn't adjust any further and pre- become someone who becomes a liability. Even in that case, there's still a possibility the Bills can make the playoffs this year. And as such, that leaves this as a very high floor maneuver. And that's what I would view this as. It's a high floor maneuver. I think that quarterback play determines the consistency of your ceiling as a franchise but coaching contributes to the consistency of your floor. And I think Sean McDermott has proven to us that the floor can still be a good to above-average team even if you don't give him elite quarterback play. The 2018 Buffalo Bills roster was abysmal and they went 6-10. It was abysmal and they went 6-10. and 10. Let, me re- let, me, let me say that again. Abysmal was the 2018 Buffalo Bills roster. So if six and 10 is your absolute four with one of the worst offensive personnel groupings I've ever seen in my entire life, I can sign up for that. Because what are the probability that the offense is going to look like that forever? Very low. Which brings me to the natural discussion question next. Is Brandon Bean Next. I do think so. I, I do not think that the, Terry and Kimbagula would extend Sean McDermott if they did not have an intent on extending Brandon Bean. The two of them are a package deal. They got similar contracts when they got in. They work well together. There doesn't seem to be any semblance of conflict between the two of them. It's a no-brainer to extend Brandon Bean at this point, point. and I'm just waiting for that shoe to drop in the same way that the 49ers had their shoes drop similarly earlier this off season. So I think that's a, a, a foregone conclusion at this point. I don't see a reason why you would extend Sean McDermott and not extend Brandon Bean. And I don't see a reason why Brandon Bean would not want to be extended here. So those are my opinions on the Sean McDermott extension. Now for the purposes of logistics it is a new six year deal or a four year extension, depending on how you want to view it. He is tied to the franchise through 2025. So he was previously tied through 2021. So this was the second to last year of his contract. For just your fun knowledge, having coaches go into the last year of their contract is extremely rare. Having a coach go in as a lame duck coach is extremely rare as opposed to players because you have a franchise tag for a player. You don't have a franchise tag as a coach. So having coaches coach out their contract is extremely rare. Typically, if there's going to be an extension, it's going to be with two years left on the deal, not one year. It's not going into their last year and saying, okay, well, you know, we'll see. We'll let him become a coaching free agent. We'll let him test the market and then we'll see. That's very rare. So if it was going to happen, it was going to happen this year or very, 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 very early next offseason. So this is an expected time frame. I would also expect a similar time frame for Brandon Bean extension. I wouldn't be surprised if those two things are being negotiated simultaneously. So I fully recognize that this is a shorter episode of the Bruce exclusive. This will serve as the Wednesday night slash Thursday episode. And then on Friday, we will do our what I call my reluctant 53 man roster projection. You will find out why I call it that. The previously scheduled pod for Thursday was Josh Allen best case worst case scenario. I'm gonna let that one sit in the oven until next week. I have had some personal issues that have come up in the last couple of days that have hurt my ability to prep it as well as I wanted to. It could have been done today. I could have recorded it, but it wouldn't be the quality that I was be interested in. So I'm kind of fortunate that this news happened because I was going to go off and, and, and record that pod, but it wasn't going to be as quality as i wanted it to be i want to work on that one a little bit longer so i'm going to work on it this weekend i've got some other stuff with some qb tiering and some other stuff i'm not going to share right now that i've been working on for a couple weeks we'll we'll maybe roll some of that stuff out next week so that's about all i've got for you it's a 15 minute episode of the bruce exclusive dropping here on a wednesday night and also serving as your thursday buffalo rumblings podcast and that's the way the cookie crumbles i'm bruce nolan buffalo rumblings